Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shiurim in the Sefer Lakute Maharan, Rabbi Nachman's magnum opus. We're continuing today in the fourth teaching, Torah Dalid, which contains in it many foundational principles in Judaism, many foundational principles in Hasidus Breslov, in the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. I'm excited to dive in. Here we go. This Torah begins by noting, Lashon Rabbeinu Zichronu Livracha, as we explored in the Torah before, that this means these words were specifically taken directly from the Rebbe's notes. There are a few ways that Reb Nassim arranged this Sefer, and in this case, it was that the words were taken directly from the notes of Rebbe Nachman. As has been his custom thus far, the Rebbe will begin with a Pasuk, with a line from the Torah, and then we're going to dive, dive in to try to figure out what are the deepest depths of that particular line, and what does it have to do with me. Here we go. That I am the Lord your God that took you out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. As we know, this line and this concept is one of the most foundational ideas in all of Judaism. Many of the mitzvot that we do are because we're supposed to remember the exodus from Egypt. Many of our holidays have to do with the exodus of Egypt, most notably Pesach, Passover. So what's the take-home? What's the depth? Let's find out. That when a person knows that all of his happenings, his incidents, that they are all for his good, meaning anything that happens to him in this world is for good, this is the concept of a taste of the world to come. Like the Pasuk says, in the name of God, I will praise His Word. And in Elohim, the other name of God, I will praise His Word. If we can just pause for a moment to explore the two different names of God that Rabbi Nachman is comparing. The first is spelled Yud and a He and a Vav and a He, the Shem Adnus, as we refer to it. And that particular name of God is usually referred to and connected to the concept of chesed, of loving kindness. Whereas on the other hand, there's the Elohim name, it was an Aleph and a Lamed and a He and a Yud and a Mem, is usually connected with the idea of harshness and divine judgment. Rabbi Nachman setting up that there is a recognition in this world of experiencing different aspects of the divine. Sometimes we experience the Shem HaShem, the Yud K Vav K, and sometimes we experience the Elohim aspect. Sometimes life is beautiful, and sometimes we experience life to be much more challenging. And we have to figure out what exactly is going on. And in this Pasuk, David HaMelech, King David says, I will praise your word regardless. Regardless if it feels like it's chesed, if life is good and positive and joyous and bountiful, or if life is likened to the other name of God, the Elohim name of God, which is harshness, divine judgment, more challenging. Either way, I will praise your name, he says. And Rabbi Nachman lets us know that this is a taste of the world to come. If you're able to recognize that everything that happens, whether it's from one name of God or the other, whether it feels challenging or it feels delightful, either way, if you have a recognition that that is from God and it's for the good, so that's a taste of the world to come, where everything you experience is recognized to be for your good, so that's an elevated type of living, that's the world to come. 
This is the concept of the next world. As our rabbis of blessed memory say, That's a pasuk. that's a line from Zechariah. And let's see what the Gemara does with that particular line. And they asked, Is it true that today God is not one? What does that even mean? And our rabbis answer, That today we make a bracha tova metiv, and on bad negative things we make the blessing dayana emes. There are two different blessings that Shulchan Aruch brings down to make in times of extreme sadness and times of extreme joy. In times of happiness and positivity and joy, we make the bracha of hatov v'ametiv, who is good and who makes good. And on times of sadness and negativity and, God forbid, the passing of a loved one, we make the, bl- the blessing dayan emes. Blessed is the true judge. And there's a dichotomy in this world. So what's going on with this pasuk that says, one day it will be that his name will be one, speaking about Hashem, when today we experience Two different distinct feelings, the feeling of positivity and the feeling of, of challenge and brokenness and negativity. Ula asid, and in the future, say our rabbis, kulo hatova metiv. We will make hatova metiv, which is the blessing that we say on happy times, because it will be in the future that the name of God, meaning the shem adnus, the yud, k, and the vav, and the k, along with Elohim, will be completely unified, meaning anything that we will experience in this world will be incredible. We will want to make the blessing that one would say upon having an extraordinary experience in the good way, in the positive way, as opposed to today where we see two different paradigms of life. When something good happens to us, we're able to recognize, oh, That was incredible. That was exciting. And on the other hand, when something bad happens to us, for example, on a small scale, we stub our toe. We don't stub our toe and then say, Baruch Hashem, I'm so glad that happened to me because I can clearly recognize the good. However, there will come a day, says our rabbis, that everything that happens to us will be for the good, including things that currently we view as negative. On a certain level, in the physical realms, picture a needle point. You have a frame that someone needled in and out following the design exactly. And when you look at the needle point upon its completion, it looks beautiful. There's a picture, maybe there's a landscape with a home and a river running through it and a dog running in the, in the banks. It's something very, very beautiful. However, with that needle point, if you flipped it over... You would see the the loose string, and you would see knots everywhere, and it would be very gross and disgusting, and you wouldn't want to look at that. When you hang it, you frame it with the planned picture facing forward, and the back is against the wall, never to be seen. One could say this is similar to the, let's call it the God view of the world, that from the next world, from Olam Haba, we're looking down at this beautiful picture. There's a needle point and everything is exactly in place where it is that it's supposed to be. But we're looking up at the needle point, meaning we're seeing the back where there are those loose threads and loose strings and knots and not everything is clipped exactly right. And we're saying, God, what's going on? This is when negative things happen. And God's looking down saying, this is beautiful. Not God forbid that our suffering is beautiful, not at all. But it's, we need to inform 
the heavens. We need to inform the next world because from that God view, there's a perfect calculation of what's happening and why. And from our view, things are not so positive. This is one of the reasons why we daven. One of the reasons why we daven is to start to inform the next world, including the tzaddikim, we're going to get to that in a little bit, of apparent harshness and strict judgment in this world. Another very cool idea, another proof, if you will, that Hashem and Elohim, that those two names of God really are one. And we even say at the height of the religious experience, at Na'ilah of Yom Kippur, Hashem Hu Elohim, Hashem Hu Elohim. It's the height of a spiritual existence. When people are in it on Yom Kippur, you're not worried about that project at work or that paper at school or that situation that I'm having with my next door neighbor. It's I'm all in. Hashem Hu Elohim. But what does that mean? That Hashem, that name, is Elohim. How do we compare the two and let them know Hashem Hua Elohim, that they are the same? Comes the Tikkun Zahar and lets us know exactly how we can rectify Hashem and Elohim being one in the same. There are different ways to count the letters and the numerical value of each word. So in one particular way of gematria, you can open up the word and see that which is hidden. In the Shem Hashem, when you have a Yud and a He and a Vav and a He, the numerical value that is added up there is 26. Chaf Vav. Chaf Vav is 26. However, when you take that which is hidden in the Chaf Vav, meaning you take each letter and spell it out and use only that which is hidden. So the letter Chaf is spelled Chaf Fe, and the letter Vav is spelled Vav Vav. Which part is hidden? The Fe and the Vav. What we're doing is opening up the word and using its gematria to find that which is hidden. A Fe is 80 and a Vav is 6. When you add those together, the hiddenness of the Shem Adnus, the Shem Hashem, then you have 86. That which is hidden inside Hashem is 86. When you look at the word Elohim, you have an Aleph, which is 1, and a Lamed, which is 30, and a He, which is 5, and a Yud, which is 10, and a Mem, which is 40. When you add those up, you get 86, meaning that which is hidden inside the Shem Hashem, the name of God, is Elohim, is the other name of God. They are one in the same. This is one way that the Tikkun Zohar will let us know that when you can really see, when you have that God vision, one can recognize when we make the blessing Hatova Metiv, meaning Baruch Hashem, something incredible happened to me, that it's exactly the same God who arranged that, God forbid, tragedy on the other hand, and something negative or car accident, Chas v'shalom, that it's one in the same. It's all God and it's all good. As you may note, this is not a simple thing to do. The reality that God set up in this world is that we experience a duality of life. We experience hard times and we experience joyous times and we have to meddle through those. But we can know from these psukim and from these promises from the prophets that one day there will be a recognition that both are the same, that we will have that God view of the needle point of life. How can we come closer to these realities in this world? Excellent question. I look forward to continuing to learn in this particular Torah, to learn the hows, the whys, the whats, and the whens of the oneness of God. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.